Bar University. I talk about how to program for the first four weeks when you're new to BFR. So check it out. You are listening to the BFR University Podcast with your host, Dr. Ed LaCara. BFR University is dedicated to helping people learn safe and effective ways to implement blood flow restriction training into their lives. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ed LaCara. What's up, guys? Welcome to BFR Tuesday. So, already in October. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, so uh, my name is Ed LeCare. I'm here to answer any questions you have about blood flow restriction training in, uh, you know, about 15, 20 minutes or so. During my lunchtime on Tuesdays, so you can just type in any question you have in the upper right corner. There's a chat section. You can say, uh, say hello or... Um, write a question, and um, I'll get to answering them. Hey, Terry. How's it going? How's beautiful Georgia? This uh, lovely fall day. I'm going to be there in uh, two weeks, Georgia versus Kentucky. Looking forward to visiting Athens. Um... So knee knee buckling is that what you're saying? You're getting um, Abe is minor buckles infrequently. <clears throat> I'm assuming Abe, you mean uh, knee buckling? Oh, sorry, you live by Athens. Ooh, that's nice. You go to a lot of games. Oh, all right, fair enough. Not a football fan. I get it. All right, so Abe, confirm if you're getting buckling of the knee. That's, I'm assuming that's what you mean. Um, if that's what's happening, I would focus on uh, quadricep uh, strengthening. I would so focus on quadricep uh, strengthening and hamstring strengthening. Um, I've got some suggestions on my uh, YouTube channel, but you can um, like a long arc quad is um, you know a good option. Um, straight leg raise, good option. Um, 
and I would do it for strength. So you're going to do um, light loads, but heavier, sorry, light, um, light compression, so lighter. So in the lower extremity, you'll do 60% uh, limb occlusion pressure, and you're going to do heavier loads. So you're going to do like 40% of whatever your one rep max is for, um, for your leg extension exercises. That's what a long arc quad is, basically just a long um, is a leg extension. Um, so I would do that and I would do, um, I would do some hamstring uh, stabilization as well. Uh, okay, starting to do some hamstring work. That's good. I like it. Yeah, so hit those hamstrings as a focus point for a while, for like four weeks, six weeks, and see um, if that doesn't continue to uh, improve. Um, best hamstring exercises, you can do standing hamstring curl. Um, if you're at the gym, then a standing hamstring curl is, is a good one. Um, I like, um, I like rollouts on the ball. So you lay, lay supine with your feet up on the ball and, um, elevate your glutes up and then pull the ball into your butt and then let it slowly back out in and out. That's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think what else I do. If you have a TRX suspension trainer, I like the TRX hamstring curl or the TRX hamstring runner. Um, I use this as a suspension trainer a lot with uh, my rehab, so those are pretty, pretty easy to do, um, and you can kind of control the load uh, very easily without um, a bunch of weight. Um, so those those three are probably your your best shortening concentric type work, um, and that's what I would recommend for this because I'm, I'm guessing like most of my tennis players that I work with, they uh, they are very quad dominant and it's with the knee bent because they're in a ready position for the ball, um, and so uh, doing the hamstring work. Um, not like a deadlift or a straight leg deadlift or a good morning where you're lengthening the tissue, but you're shortening the tissue concentrically is I think a better um, option. Um, yeah, that's what I would do. What else, anything else? Okay, um, I want to talk briefly about on-ramp. So an on-ramp is when you first get your cuffs or you've been a long time without the cuffs, doing um, lighter pressures and lighter load to get used to the cuffs. Um, so um, for two weeks, I would recommend 
ramping up to the highest pressures. So in the lower extremity, you're going to use 60% limb occlusion pressure and do one, maybe two exercises per session. And then in the upper extremity, 40% limb occlusion pressure and doing um, uh, one or two exercises per session. And then increasing one or the other pressure or the number of exercises, but not both um, on uh, sequential uh, sessions. So session two, you might do the same, um, you might do the same pressure, but maybe add an exercise. Um, and then six, sequence three, you might do um, increase the pressure uh, to 45% in the upper extremity and 65% in the lower extremity, but keep with the same number of exercises as you did to the prior. So I normally don't recommend increasing um, pressure and number of exercises in one session, um, especially during the uh, first two weeks of the on-ramp. So I'm going to type this in just so you have it on-ramp. Okay, thanks. Lower pressures to start and um, less exercises. At one to two, then each session increase pressure by five percent. Yeah, five. Yeah, so forty to forty forty-five percent, forty-five to fifty percent. Yeah, that's right. By five percent. Um, don't increase pressure and weight in the same session. All right, Paul, as, free, as far as frequency goes, how many times would a patient come in to get the results of increased strength? What's the least amount of times? Uh, two times a week, two to three times a week has been shown to be as effective as five times a week with BFR. So two times a week is my minimum that I'll uh, that I'll have them come in. Okay, great. If, so yeah, so um, if you've been doing that, feel strong in the knee. Uh, what I would do is start varying your tempo then. Um, I would start, instead of everything being two seconds concentric, two seconds eccentric with no hold in between each, meaning I'm um, 1,001, 1,002, 1,001, 1,002. That's the kind of the normal prescribed tempo. I would start varying the tempo so your brain starts catching up um, to increase the speeds and um, more dynamic. So you might go, um, very slow lower and fast so one second up 1001 1002 1003 one second up 1001 1002 1003 so varying the tempo then if you're already at the highest pressures and you're using pretty good loads um can just kind of help the neurological system catch up with the muscle because the muscle you know the knee is buckling because not the muscles are not firing as um when they should be so you're getting a little bit of a lag. So you're trying to get those to catch up. So that's a good way to do that. 
Um, and the study that we did at Jacksonville State was um, uh, two-second eccentric, one-second concentric. We did it mostly with squat and bench, uh, but we saw crazy changes in power when we uh, did it that way. So there's something to it. It hasn't been studied a lot. Um, hopefully, it'll get studied more. Um, I think we're going to do a validation study on that. But um, but the tempo could be a good variable to change now, too. All right, if I don't have any other questions, uh, stick to your on-ramp program the first two weeks. And, um, and then um, after your on-ramp, I recommend going to a hypertrophy. So after on-ramp, um, do, uh, do a periodization block of hypertrophy. When we're doing hypertrophy, is using um, very light loads, light loads, so 20%, one rep max, with higher pressures. So like 50% um, upper extremity, you're probably going to be like 70 to 80% lower extremity. And also using isolated exercises. So um, bicep curl, I'm trying to increase the size of my bicep. I'm using 50% limb occlusion pressure. I'm using 20% of my one rep max. I'm, um, and I'm going to do uh, isolated movements. I'm going to do bicep curl, hammer curl. Uh, tricep extension. I'm not going to do dynamic bench press, multi-joint, pull-down, multi-joint, rowing, multi-joint. Um, we'll save those for strength training, where, it's, where it flips. It's the opposite. It's lower pressures, higher resistance. And so you're, you're playing with some variables in order to maximize your uh, training uh, sessions. Yeah, I would alternate as well too. I think with I think with tennis, two days a week of lifting. If you're playing tennis, a couple of days a week, I think that's enough. And then giving your body rest, super important, especially for your wrist extensors and your elbow. Um, my tennis players overplay for sure. That's most of the time why that why I'm seeing them. All right. If there's no other questions. Thank you guys so much for. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, my BFR book shipping date. I know taking forever. I'm waiting for Amazon to approve. Um, supposedly, supposed to be approved this week. So um, uh, hopefully we'll get those out. And then if once that's approved, then the audio book will be approved and then the digital book will be approved. So I'm just waiting for Amazon to get back. So hopefully that will be this week. Uh, latest is next week um, once they give me the thumbs up. So sorry for the delay. All right. Thanks, you guys, so much. See you next week. Bye for now.